We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, not only is Aaron Rodgers planning to come back, he's going to do it in a crazy, crazy timeline. Hey, it's Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. This is Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Perloff, Andrew. Yeah. Andrew Perloff, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> speaks for the first time since he's had his Achilles surgery, and he's being very aggressive on the timeline yeah. to come back, even leaving the door open that he could return this season. Yeah, I think your mistake there was Andrew Perloff has as good a chance <laughs> as Aaron Rodgers to play for the Jets this season. I was doing like the last name, <laughs> comma, first name, Perloff, well, I mean, comma, is this, uh, is this hype training is this going to continue forever? Is Aaron Rodgers going to keep on lifting the hopes of Jets fans just to crush them again and again and again. <laughs> he might as well be the permanent Jets quarterback because this is so Jetsian that he would, not only would he get hurt, but then he would raise this idea that he's going to come back this year. So Jets fans are like, well, maybe we got something going here. And you know how it always ends for Jets fans, Maggie. Yeah, he shouldn't give them this kind of hope. He's sort of dangling it out <laughs> in front of them. I mean, I don't think he's doing that to be like a masochist. He just no, doesn't no. realize the uh, the history probably and the tortured history of the Jets. Maybe he does. But, I mean, I think that he's either saying this to get himself through this mentally or to try to send a message to the team, stay engaged, don't fold this thing, don't pack it up, because if you end up making the playoffs, which I still think they have a shot to do, mm-hmm. I could come back and ride in like a white knight. Yeah, I mean, I think he's also, I think it's more that he's talking to himself. Like, I think he wants to keep himself inspired. You could hear the inspiration in his voice. He was talking about other athletes who've come back from this. Yep. So I, I think it's, I'm not sure that stuff about this year is realistic, but I do think like he is really intent on being back for next year, which was my big concern because if he doesn't have a training camp next year, he's going to be 40, coming yeah. off an Achilles. Like He's got to get back in time to actually practice a little bit, get to know the team again. So, again, I, I think it's re- unrealistic to say this year. And I don't know, man. I'm just so... I'm so over Aaron Rodgers after what happened. I was so in, Maggie. I, I said to myself, coming into August, you remember, I was like, this is enough Aaron Rodgers. This is, and then he well, just you got whittled, your wish. He whittled away all month, whittled away. And then I'm like, New York Jets are winning the AFC East. <laughs> <laughs> and look what happened. Looks what happens. Just when you let your guard down, Aaron Rodgers goes down after four snaps. Uh, here is Rodgers talking about his future plans. I think what I'd like to say is give me the doubts. Give me the, uh, the timetables. Give me all the things that you think can, should, or will happen. Because all I need is that one little extra percent of inspiration. That's all I need. So give me your doubts. Give me your prognostications. And then watch what I do. Hell yeah. Let's go. That was courtesy of the Pat McAfee show. And Perloff thinks bulletin board material doesn't help. Come on. Rogers is saying, give me your doubters and I'm yeah. going to prove them all wrong. Well, it sure didn't help with uh, week one. I mean, <laughs> he got hurt Aaron in Rogers. a fluke. At- Let me ask you a question. Put yourself in Robert Sala's shoes. Say Aaron Rodgers does come to you and I say, I, you know, I found this wonder herb in the Amazon and I'm healed. <laughs> Can I come back on the field? Any coach that lets Aaron Rodgers at his age come back on the field after having an Achilles four months ago 
should be sued for malpractice because he couldn't even stay on the field for five plays not coming off an Achilles. Can you imagine how vulnerable he's going to be if he tries to come back early? I mean, he might not ever walk. He might not walk again. It'd be crazy to put him out there. It is laughable. Do you really think, in terms of who has power and say in poll in the Jets organization, Aaron Rodgers or Robert Sala? Come on. Rodgers gets to do whatever he wants. Why do you think Randall Cobb is on the team? I mean, Alan Lazard's actually, I think, a a fine receiver, but he he has the run of the place. They're not telling him what to do. He's Uh, telling them what to do. So you you think people are going to put him out there? I think he gets to decide. I don't know if he'll be ready. I mean, this is insane, right? We're talking about a 40-year-old. We're talking about, what, four and a half months? Maybe five months of rehab? He's not Cam Akers. I mean, that's a little different. Yeah, that was crazy. And Cam Akers came back for one game. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think that's going to happen. I do think he's trying to get pumped up. I mean, let's – I think the goal should be next year. Right, like that was a that's a fine goal for an Achilles tear for an older athlete. I don't know why he had to bring, but the other thing too, he didn't necessarily say I plan to be back. He said I don't want to set any timetable, which is you know I think if we're going to hold his uh, Achilles to the fire, as it were, I don't (laughs) think he ever said I'm going to be back. I think he just said I don't want to put any kind of time frame on myself right now. I want to see where I am, and he's saying most of the right things, and then a little bit too much. Too much optimism. Well, let's hear it. Uh, this is Rogers talking about whether he could come back this year. There's been some guys with some interesting timetables on uh, Achilles returns, but it's just there's a process. There's certain markers we got to hit. You trying uh, to say you're coming back this season? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any of those statements. Is it a possibility? I think, uh, as Kevin Garnett said, uh, anything's possible. <laughs> wow. wow. Big ups, by the way, to A.J. Hawk for doing the real journalism there with the follow-ups. I appreciated that and tried mm. to pin him to it. And, you know, he wouldn't say, but he also did go on to say just because someone hasn't done something doesn't mean it can't be done. I mean, he's talking a big game here that I doubt he's going to be able to really cash uh, these these checks. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, is he does – maybe this is what he wanted. He wanted to put the Jets – on alert, I'm going to be back next year, so don't make any other plans. Don't trade for a quarterback who's too good. Don't draft a quarterback. <laughs> right. Just stay in limbo and purgatory and wait for me to come back. Yeah, I mean, secretly, if you're Aaron Rodgers, do you really want, say, Kirk Cousins to come in and be better? Or Jameis Winston yeah. or someone well, like that. What if Kirk Cousins came to New York, which I don't think is going to happen for a bunch of reasons, and just totally tore it up, and the Jets would be like, well, let's resign this guy. You never know. I mean, Rodgers... Uh, Obviously got supplanted by Jordan Love and Green Bay. He probably doesn't want that to happen here. Well, what if Zach Wilson is good? I mean, he didn't look great against the Bills, but I don't know. What if he ends up going on a run? <laughs> You're uh, looking at me crazy. I'm, I'm looking, just yeah, you, I'm like if. it's more realistic Aaron Rodgers comes back by week 11 than Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam Durr, why don't we do a poll question here? What's more likely? Rodgers is like, has a miracle recovery and we see him again this year, or... <laughs> Just say Zach Wilson or, is really good. <laughs> or Zach Wilson is awesome. I don't know. Those It doesn't feel like apples to apples. But, or uh, we never see Rodgers again. By or way, he, he never get... He never... You know, something like that. We'll workshop the poll. I think it by... We have not talked enough about the fact that the Jets are going into battle against the Dallas Cowboys pass rush with Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle on the roster. They didn't sign anybody. Nope. Nothing happened this week. Uh, we'll get to Deion Sanders in just a moment, but Jay in Alabama's on the line. Hello, Jay. I can see it right now, and that's my first time hearing that clip of Aaron Rodgers. I, I can hear it right now. We're going to have a full year of Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee 
just talking about some weird stuff like the dark <laughs> retreat, like how he's going to get his foot to like or his uh, his Achilles to heal faster. Like I'm going to I'm going to every night I'm going to soak my Achilles in hot dog water for three hours before I go to bed. <laughs> or you know I'm a I'm going to I'm going to take I'm going to just wait Jay. Hold on, I'm going to stop you because Rogers actually said this, and obviously he was being tongue in cheek, but he lives in Malibu. Uh, right on the water, and he said when it's dolphin mating season <laughs> that the sound of the dolphins mating has actually been, you know, cure helps cure uh, oh, no. <laughs> your injuries you're more. That, that, you're making that he up. That can't that. be a real he thing definitely, that he definitely, Sander, you can find it. He said I think it. I like the hot dog water, Jay. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> the shaman brings the hot dog water, sure. No, what he's basically telling you without getting x-rayed, he's going to soak his foot in dolphin you-know-what. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And then rub it in like his protein shake. And like, come on, man. Like, we're going to have to put up with this for an entire year. You know what I tried to tell you early in the week? He's right there in New York. What about Tyrod Taylor? He's already playing back up for the Giants. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I would trade for him. He's right there. He's just got to go across town. Be like, hey, Tyrod, we're going to trade like a third-round pick for you. Come on. Please help us out here. I think Tyrod Taylor would be a good option. I mean, he's a little, you know, he's a little older at this point, but so are most of the options you're talking about. Well, like many of the options, though, like the Giants kind of need him, though. So they're not going to get rid of him, are they? Jay, thank you so much. If Daniel Jones keeps playing like, you know, he keeps laying goose eggs and onions, like, yeah, they might need him. They might not want to let him go. But did somebody mention Fitzmagic? Well, we just had Ryan Fitzpatrick on the show. Jay, thank you so much. Good to hear from you. Have a great weekend. Uh, big news out of Alabama. We'll get to that in a little bit with the uh, the tide making a change at quarterback. But um, we just had Ryan Fitzpatrick on the show. He played two seasons with the Jets. Went 10-6 and six one of those years. Um, they did not call. He yeah. said they did not call him, but he put his hat in the ring for Jameis Winston, who he played with in Tampa. Um, he said, I know this is not an opinion shared by many people, but I think he's still a top 15 quarterback. Yeah, it's a weird fit, though, because you want a conservative guy who doesn't throw interceptions because you have such a great defense and a good running game, and Jameis is the exact opposite of that. Yes. So Also, he doesn't, I assume he doesn't know the system or the receivers. So uh, the other thing is that the Saints have a great chance of being a playoff team. Again, all these quarterbacks are, who are on rosters, like, I don't know that everyone, I don't know the Saints are eager to give him away. He seems pretty valuable. Listen, if there was an easy fit out there, I think the Jets would have done it. Like, if there was a no-brainer, slam-dunk yeah. guy out there, I, I don't think they're that worried about, like, Zach Wilson's feelings that they wouldn't have brought him in. The interesting thing, Jay and Alabama mentioned the darkness retreat. Like, you can't do a darkness retreat when you have a gimpy Achilles. You could murder yourself in that thing. <laughs> oh, that'd be awful. Talk <laughs> yeah, yeah. A darkness retreat on crutches? I mean, yeah, I, I think he's going to have to take idea. a year off from the darkness retreat. I don't know if he ever gets in a darkness retreat again. I'll tell you what's even, what would be even worse with an Achilles. You can't do ayahuasca. You can't uh, be on psychedelic drugs on one foot. No, that sounds like a very dangerous situation. <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all. Because you're going to think that your foot's fine and you're going to be <laughs> flying across the highway. I don't even know what you're going to do. I don't even know what really wait, wait, happens with that. You tell you. All right, come on, be straight with me. You made up that thing about dolphin mating. That can't be a real thing that was said by Aaron Rodgers. Does Rogers that sound today. like something that I make up? No. <laughs> it's so incredible. I it's mean, like you and I share an office. Do I normally talk about that kind of thing? We're together a lot of a lot of hours of the week. Why would we take Aaron Rodgers seriously when he says no, he, like he that? No, he was joking. Oh, he okay, was okay. joking. But he definitely said it. <laughs> he <laughs> okay. definitely said it. Uh, Stu, let's get to the Daily Dion. Daily. Do you believe in that? Dion. Do you believe in that? 
Deion Sanders giving away sunglasses to the entire team today, Perloff. The ones he wears, we call those the hater blockers, you yeah. know, because they're totally reflective. He gave away sunglasses after Jay Norvell, the Colorado State coach, said his mom raised him right, which is to not wear sunglasses and a hat inside like Dion does. Um, these coaches just giving Dion the bulletin board material and the ammo that he's so desperately needing. He just turns this into rallying cries, right. and he does it at a PhD level. The dude is God level of finding inspiration for his team. I was wondering, though, is he wasting some bullets here on at Colorado State when he's a three-touchdown favorite? But I think it's actually really, really smart by Dion because everybody, everybody in the world is looking forward to Oregon and USC. Yeah. Like, I can imagine the players would be really vulnerable to a look-ahead. So, because I'm like, Dion, why are you wasting your time? It's Colorado State. I think he, he is doing this because he's worried of a, about a letdown. A trap game, sure. Yeah, I mean, this is... It's, because you have really, it's going to be the two highest rated football games of the entire college football season coming up. Everyone is so excited. I'm sure the players are caught into that. Well, uh, I'm glad you yeah. mentioned Oregon. Yeah. Because Dan Lanning, my guy, duck fan over here. You guys know I'm rooting Dan for Dan Lanning could walk in right now and give you a high five and you would not know I that know Dan, who Dan Lanning Dan is. Dan Lanning is the most He's non- my guy. He's my goat. Yeah, but he's, okay. He's got brown hair. Tell this story. He wears a visor. Tell this story. And <laughs> not a hat. He's a visor guy, which is not a hat. Uh, Dan Lanning, this is what he said in August. So this is not new, but it's relevant, believe us. This was his reaction during all the Pac-12 realignment stuff of Colorado leaving the conference next year to go to the Big 12. Not a big reaction. I mean, I'm trying to remember when, what they won to affect this conference. I don't remember. Do you remember them winning anything? I don't remember them winning anything. Well, that went under the radar at the time because no one expected Colorado to be the biggest story in college football. So here was Deion Sanders again, Pat McAfee show, getting a lot of play on our show today. Here is Deion Sanders with Pat McAfee on Dan Lanning's comments. Is there like a limit to when the trash talk starts? Because there's this old clip of Oregon's head coach saying, hey, Colorado's never won. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can't get to that right now. We got to get to this. Okay, okay. You're on to something, though. Okay. You're on to something. Yeah. Dion could find a clip from 1992 and he'll use it. That's a funny thing, too. That is really like... Dion, what does Dion have to do with whatever Colorado's done in the last 20 years in the pack? Yeah, nothing. Well, nothing at all. If, if Dion could turn that into Baltimore material, then, as you said, the man's a magician. He's really good at this, and coaches keep feeding into it. Dan Lanning, I don't think, had an idea he was feeding into it, but now he has. But and Dan Lanning now he made said it personal. that. Was, did, was Oregon leaving the Pac-12 when he said that? That's curious. Like, I don't know if Oregon was leaving, but Colorado had just been announced right. they so, were leaving. So he's like defending the Pac-12, and then, and then they Oregon's gone. Like two weeks later. Yeah. So, Hello, uh, Big Ten. Yeah, that whole thing is so bad. It's it's such a bummer, too, because the Pac-12 is so awesome this year with Dion in it. And then it's just all going to go away. The irony. Uh, 855-2124-CBS. Now, last week, you guys remember... We started our celebrity pickers right here on the Maggie and Perloff show. Celebrities coming on the show to pick five NFL games against the spread. Last week, Jerry Ferrara of Entourage and Power Fame was on the show. He went two and three. This week, we bring you a brand new celebrity. So who will it be? Get to that right after this. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone, AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone, restrictions apply. Maggie, I've grinded the numbers for my picks later in the show this week. Oh, yeah. I, I have <laughs> Grinding a, film? I have a handle on week two. <laughs> what are you, like an offensive line coach? It's uh, basically a supercomputer up here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, nice one, Watson. Uh, okay, we started something last week, and we're so thrilled now that we get to continue That is celebrities picking NFL games for us against the spread. Week one, Jerry Ferrara, Entourage, and Power Fame went two and three. This week, brand new celebrity, someone now maybe becoming a bit of a friend of the show. I don't know if that's too, am I too bold to put that out there? It's the Emmy Award winning actor and comedian, Rob Corddry is back with us. Rob, you're the best. Oh, man. This is all I want is friend of the show status everywhere (laughs) (laughs) on shows that don't even exist anymore. (laughs) Congratulations. You're a friend of different strokes. They actually Uh, love you on different strokes. (laughs) That's where it started. That's where the dream started. (laughs) Well, all you have to do, we'll pick games in in a minute. Five games will give you against the spread. All you got to do is have a winning record and you beat Jerry Ferrara. So take that. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I did want to rub it in a little bit. I, did you see my Eagles beat your Patriots in week one? That was uh, pretty um, decisive. Yeah, I did see it. And I also heard your AutoZone read. Yeah. Like, let's let's like, a little bit more life in the commercial read. Huh? <laughs> I, I in the zone, that AutoZone, AutoZone read. Get I mean, in the zone, AutoZone. Come on. How would you I, do I it, coach, Rob? Can yeah. I coach you? Per- Please. Get yeah, in yeah. the zone. AutoZone. <laughs> Get See? in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone. Yeah. Zone. Well, I was so focused on you coming on. I was nervous. I couldn't focus on AutoZone. <laughs> but yes, yes, the Patriots lost week one once again. That that doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> once again. That mean like you it have happens to go after, all the time. So you have to go after my read because the Patriots lost? <laughs> yeah. but Brady, that's right. That's right. I went low. <laughs> He's lashing low. out. I would, too. You came on. You insulted his team. So Rob Corddry is joining us, Emmy Award winning actor and comedian. I know what's wrong in New England. I know what's okay, wrong. It's ahead. not it's not the offense. It wasn't the fact that you were facing the Patriots. It's a massive, massive story happening. It's going totally under the radar. Belichick Uh-oh. is breaking up with his girlfriend, Linda. They've been in this prolonged, <laughs> messy breakup. Rob, it's throwing off everything in Patriot, Patriots Nation. I was going to say, like, what? What's possibly wrong with the Patriots? They they looked act they looked great week one. They really did. They played. I'm going to call it a competitive loss. Mm. Um, uh, but yes, <laughs> uh, I could have done without all the cutting to Belichick melting in the rain like <laughs> uh, the Wicked Witch of the East. You know, somebody give him a slicker for God's sake. That you know nothing That's worse than looking at that sour. Puss than 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 
covered in rain. Rob, I don't understand. I have a lot of friends from Boston. They were happy with the Patriots' loss in week one. This used to be title town like five years ago. Now they're happy with a competitive loss. What is happening? But you do understand. This is what happens. I mean, we're it we're we're the bad guys. It's so weird. We we've been the bad guys for so long. And I and I love rooting for the bad guys. I've never had that before in my life. I, I was a Red Sox fan, you know, like um and 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 this felt like really neat. And now with a bad guys who lose. <laughs> so that's not as fun. Congrats. Uh, yeah, I know, right? So I'm I listen, I'm bullish on these pats. Well, I mean, how far do you think they're going to go this year? How bullish? Boy, how far do you want them to go? <laughs> I want them to lose all the time. I'm a Bills fan, but how far do you think are they a playoff are team? Are they going to go to this are they a Super Bowl team? Not yet. Okay. No. Um they'll be in the playoffs. All right, I like yeah, that. Mark sure. it down. By the way, we'll be in the playoffs. Before we story get to the picks, real quick Boston story. Did you guys see the headline that Shohei Otani likes the Red Sox because he's friends with the head of Reebok and they're worried that they already have a DH? But can you imagine Shohei in Fenway? That would be something. Uh, yes. The answer to your question <laughs> is yes. You take him. I can. I take him. Um, <laughs> sure. Whoever whoever wants to be on. Especially a DH. (laughs) (laughs) Not just a DH. Uh, Rob Corddry is the Emmy Award-winning actor and comedian. He joins the show. We're doing celebrity NFL game pickers. Celebrity pickers sounds weird, but game pickers. We're going to do that in just a moment. You know, we didn't get into this last time you were on, Rob, but you were an 80 for Brady. Like, how jealous does that make other Boston actors, like other actors who are from Boston who I presume also worship Brady? Yeah, I I don't know. I I hope that it doesn't make them jealous or part of me hopes it makes them really jealous. I don't know. <laughs> I I it was by the way a thrill because I've never in my 20 plus something year career been asked to do a Boston accent. And <laughs> so I was just chomping at the bit and I got to play at like basically an alcohol alcoholic townie <laughs> who somebody threw a mic and a camera at, and uh, that was super fun, super super fun. Well, I mean, I don't know if you'd like to do this. We don't want to bring you on and have you you know perform for us like you're some mm-hmm. you know like dancing monkey yeah. or something. But if you wanted to do your picks in a Boston accent. Okay, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. Well, why, why not? Okay, well, I do guess... Do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm a friend of the show. You're a friend of That's the show. That's what friends do. That, exactly. That's what friends do. I love it if all my friends did exactly what I asked them to do at all times on live radio. Uh, all right, well, hit the music, Stu. Time for Celebrity Picks our little lifestyles of the rich and famous music if you remember that tv show which you were also a friend friend of of. (laughs) right exactly same book same page all right so this is emmy award-winning actor and comedian rob cordry doing his five uh nfl picks for week two and he's going to do them in a boston accent rob it's really up to you however however much you want to talk about these games or as little is up to you all right I have a lot to say about everything. <laughs> All right. Well, let's waste no time. Uh, how about Dolphins at Patriots? Let's get right in there with your pats. Uh, Patriots are getting three points, three-point underdog. Dolphins, Pats. 
right, let, let's get something. Let's let's get in something straight at the outset. I'm not using my brain on this pick. All right, I'm using a different part of my body, a different organ, one one that fills itself with blood and gets bigger. Right, and I'm of course talking about what. Uh, it's a family show, Rob. I don't know if we could say. <laughs> I'm talking about my heart. <laughs> now, I'm not saying I'm not saying that the Pats are going to demolish the spread, uh, but they're going to win. So I will happily take the Pats at uh, plus three points. Thank you. Love it. Let's move on. Jets at Cowboys. The Cowboys are a, a nine and a half point favorite. Yeah. Jets and Cowboys. Uh, I'll answer your question with a question. What was the spread of this game before Aaron Rodgers got hurt? Three points. Doesn't matter. It was wildly different. It was wildly different. Um, So let's think of this in terms of a simple equation, right? Shall we? Uh, The Jets offensive line uh, plus the Cowboys defense <laughs> times Zach Wilson equals Cowboys parentheses <laughs> at minus nine and a half points. We love it. Taking the Cowboys and doing a little math on the side. Maybe if Goodwill Hunting 2 comes out, Rob, maybe. Yeah, they I was got... going to say, is this getting old? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Raiders. Get his own auto zone. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders at the Bills. Bills are eight and a half point favorites. Um, well, all right, I'm going to drop it just for sake of uh, just that it, I know I can tell when things get old. So the the, <laughs> the Raiders and the Bills, the Raiders and the Bills. Um, well, <laughs> you know, the Bills are having a really hard week of practice this week. It's a really tough week. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of meetings, you know, a lot of tears, a lot of scoldings. Um, so they are going to be playing with something to prove sort of like a a child coming off of a punishment <laughs> wanting to be the best kid. Um, so I'm, t- I'm going to take the bills at a minus eight and a half. Okay. Chiefs at the Jags. Jags are a three and a half point underdog. Oh, chiefs at the Jags. All right. Um, well, the chiefs are going to win if Kelsey and Jones play, right? Yes. They're both questionable we can, right we now. Can, we can all agree. They're yeah. questionable. Big Q. <laughs> So uh, we're really betting on them coming back, mm. and 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 I spent forty four dollars to keep Kelsey in, <laughs> in my auction draft league. So I'm gonna make that bet and take the Chiefs at minus three and a half points. Okay, Ooh. last one for you: the Ravens at the Bengals. Bengals three and a half point favorites. Oh, this is good. This is good. This one's easy, right? This is this, this is the easiest one out of all of them. You should have started with this one. Um, <laughs> this is a this is such a good matchup. I'm really looking forward to this. It's probably the game of the week. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a close game. So three and a half points is, I think, too much to give to mm. the Bengals. Uh, I'm I'm going to take the Ravens at plus three and a half. Ooh. Rob, yeah, that's it? right. You heard it here yeah. first. <laughs> Get in the zone, auto zone. <laughs> Rob, how's the fantasy start for you? I lost Eckler. I think I lost Eckler. Uh, he was my big pick this year. Uh, you getting off to a good start with all your teams? Um, I don't know. I started. 
sort of with a with a whimper. Um, I think I won two out of my three leagues, but it was they weren't great win. I won by like change, you know. <laughs> it was like, oh, it's like seventy six and and a quarter. You know, it was with those those decimal points, man, stressed me out. Just when you start praying for your kicker, yeah. just like please, yeah. please, yes. yes, Rob, do you do what I do? Like a guy has a decent week one, and you spend your entire free agent budget on them. Like I, I went all in on Puka Nakua this week. Oh no, no, that's a good move, man. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't think you did a terrible thing there. Uh, I love that. Guy. I I drafted him. Oh really? In my main league. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, you got to be so happy with that. Him. Drafted him, and I drafted Zay Flowers. Like I, I. I'm I'm very excited about both those picks. Ooh. I hate to be the person to say this, but Puka Nakua mispracticed today with an oblique injury. Uh, we will keep you updated on the latest there. Rob Cordry is the Emmy Award-winning actor and comedian. Uh, last one for you for me, Rob, and thanks so much for doing this. It's awesome. Um, you know, because you are on Ballers, you probably get asked about The Rock in every single interview you do, and it will happen from now to the end of time. So here's another one for you. He was on the Pat McAfee show. He's going to be on ESPN Game Day tomorrow from Boulder, Colorado. The Rock is in Boulder to just add mm-hmm. to the Deion Sanders hype and everything that's going on. He said he doesn't have a chauffeur. This is like what keeps him grounded, that he drives himself everywhere. Is that actually true or is that BS? Let's get something straight. And I'm again talking to you from my hat. The Rock doesn't get driven. He drives. <laughs> and he drives this badass Ford pickup truck. And I'm not kidding. He's, he, yeah, he, I mean, I, well, I won't, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say if he, if, if he had a chauffeur, perhaps he'd show up on time. But um, <laughs> that's just, that's, I was just kidding about that. Just we, jokes. We're friends. Yeah. We're friends. Wait, I wish him the best. By the way, but if like, he, uh, yeah. If you need a part for that drive Ford, himself. yeah, if you need parts for that Ford pickup, I'll tell you where you could go there, Rob. <laughs> oh, it's massive, by the way. Yeah. Like it's all lifted up and the oh, tire. Okay. You've never seen tires this big. It's it's awesome. Well, I mean, this guy can't really drive like a Mini Cooper. Are you no. the same way? No chauffeurs for you, or yeah. same down to earth? That's no, what yeah, keeps you grounded. I mean, yeah, no, well, no, I just don't like to be driven. I'm not a good passenger. <laughs> You know, I don't, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I like driving. I was on Top Gear for two years. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I like to drive, man. <laughs> you know? Look out though. <laughs> Are you, do you drive like, you know, people from Massachusetts have a reputation? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. We drive offensively. And, <laughs> yeah, so that was where my, my formative years, uh, it, it makes a difference. Um, <laughs> To trying to teach my kids how to drive now, and it's like I, I have I'm going against every, my every instinct. <laughs> just floor it, dude. Floor it. It's yellow. It's like no, no, no. Just cut that jerk off. He totally deserves it. It's like the scene from Naked Gun where they're like extend your arm, extend your middle finger. Uh, okay, Rob Cordry, you're the best for doing this. Thank you so much. Good luck in hopefully beating Jerry Ferrara as part oh, of I our. I think celebrity I'm going to get off. I mean, I think I think you guys will agree. I'm going to get all those picks right. Yeah, we five feel, and zero. We feel very confident for you, uh, Rob Cordry, Emmy Award winning actor, comedian, the best friend of the show and friend of friend AutoZone. Of the show. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Friend of the zone. When you want something done, check into the zone.
AutoZone. AutoZone. <laughs> and I hope this. I hope that's fruitful for you. Uh, you just gave them your next read. Do you have to do another AutoZone read? No, we're just yeah. gonna cut you saying it. Yeah. <laughs> we have a celebrity reader. AutoZone. I'm che- gonna get a call from AutoZone. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Checks in the mail, All Rob. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Good luck this weekend. Appreciate that. Rob's awesome. Friend of the show. How cool is that? Ah, uh, very cool. That of course he had a great Boston accent there. Oh, the- so good. <laughs> Because the organ that pumps blood. And of course, I'm talking about the heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, we were all thinking. All right. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you're the MVP. Because when you see that green check, you'll know that part fits your vehicle. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. It's from Stu. The drive of the week came in Sunday's matchup between the Dolphins and the Chargers. Trailing 34-30 with just under four minutes left. Miami won an eight-play, 75-yard drive. That ended in a four-yard TD pass from Tua Tagovailoa to Tyreek Hill. The Dolphins won 36-34. That was such a sweet pass, too. When uh, when you he throws that little lefty thing into the corner of the end zone, beautiful. Although, I have to tell you, yes. all the Tua hype, I'm a little nervous for Tua because of Belichick. Patriots defense, I think, is legit. Yeah, totally. Not I think. I, I We all think. It's also. Legit. The Dolphins don't have to throw the ball 45 times to beat the Patriots either because I, I don't think the Patriots' offense is going to do much. I think it's going to be a much different game than the Chargers game. I do as well. Uh, we'll get to our picks later on in the show. 855-212-4CBS if you want to weigh in. We've got Aaron Rodgers sound, of course. We've got Deion Sanders sound. But a change coming at Alabama. Reportedly, Tyler Buckner is going to take over and start this week uh, with Jalen Milrow now being benched, uh, that's reports because Buckner took all of the first team or the majority, pardon me, of the first team reps in practice this week, according to sources. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, the loss to Texas did not sit well. I didn't think that Milrow was terrible, but obviously he did throw, what, two picks in that game? Um, and while this has, they're playing South Florida this weekend, while this has implications for Alabama, of course, this also has implications for this very radio show Mm. because we did an SEC quarterback draft before the season started and all of us, well, three of us, Samter, me and Perloff all took Alabama quarterbacks because the race was so wide open. We all thought we could hit pay dirt. Samter had Milrow, so that paid off for him. Perloff now has Buckner, yeah. so how excited are you now? Well, I think Ty Simpson could get a chance, too, at some point. It's for me. Now, you guys watched the Texas-Alabama game. They're, obviously, it wasn't all on Milrow, but the weird thing was they are going against Texas, a Big 12 school, and every time they would run right in the line of scrimmage for one yard. How can Alabama average about one and a half yards per carry? I think that Saban's looking at this and saying, you know what? They know Milrose not going to throw downfield, so they're stacking the box, mm-hmm. and our run game isn't doing anything. So we need a guy who at least is a threat to get this run game going because our line's not that great. So I, I totally agree with you. Milrose didn't look bad at all, but something was way off with Alabama's offense. I think it's because Milrose's not a threat to go downfield. Yeah, that, so they got to give with one, his legs though. But obviously that yeah. is different. I, I I think it's like it's like Texas. That was probably the biggest change, right? between Texas teams of recent history and this Texas team is actually, maybe it's Quinn Ewers has something to do with it, of course, but they're just so much bigger. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, they have not been fully tested yet. 
Because Alabama might not be great. Who knows? That uh, was a big test. You go to Tuscaloosa. I, I mean, it's I consider win. that a big test. They it's passed. an amazing win, but I don't think that they're going to shut down everybody like they sh- they kind of shut down Alabama. And they did let up a couple big plays uh, tomorrow. I mean, to me, the Quinn and Ewers was the bigger story. You know, he hadn't had like a long pass before that game, and just two amazing bombs. I'm totally into Texas, but Tyler Buckner, I'm nervous though. I like that I got the guy, but I'm worried that he's gonna they're gonna pull him and give your guy a chance and Ty Simpson. Well, if you want the standings here, uh right now behind a very solid week two performance, I am currently in the lead in our SEC quarterback draft, but it's very close. Perloff and I are separated by like less than four points. Where excuse me, Samter and I are separated by less than than four points. Perloff were within 10 points. And Stu, Stu who drafted four quarterbacks that actually do start, where the rest of us <laughs> drafted three quarterbacks and an Alabama quarterback, sort of hoping and praying. Stu, bring it up the rear. You okay? It's been a, it's been a slow start. I've well, been a little disappointed in Carson Beck. I thought I'd get some more touchdown passes from him early on, but they've been handing the ball off a lot. Yeah. Well, that's games. because the SEC, none of this matters because the SEC schedule hasn't started yet. So everybody's playing like Austin P or whatever. Yeah, but that's like when you're supposed to get the fantasy points. Right. But now Beck will, now that you're into the SEC, all the, all the other guys will come down and Carson Beck will rise to the top because I have a Heisman bet on Carson Beck and it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So. <laughs> Uh, Alabama makes a change. They play South Florida this weekend, and obviously for the Maggie and Perloff SEC quarterback fantasy league, this has major implications. Uh, it's one of those ones I'm looking at. I'm like, South Florida, has, haven't they been good within the last 20 years? Maybe they'll be a challenge. So they lost to Western Kentucky, and they beat Florida A&M last week. So it's one of the many games this week where I have no idea who the team playing the good team is. Right? I mean, this week is... Not ideal. No, that's a. I think that's a nice landing spot there for Tyler Buckner. This could be a good, you know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the whole slate. I'm saying it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this Who is knows? just like, yeah, Alabama better. If they don't blow them out, people are going to, you know, Alabama fell to 10. If they don't blow out South Florida, I think they're going to fall even more. I think people are going to lose total faith. Well, while that is one storyline we're watching in college football, the other is in Colorado, where the Colorado-Colorado State matchup is as big as it can possibly get. Let's hear from Shador Sanders. This was Dion's son, of course, on how the Colorado State uh, coach, Jay Norvell, commenting about how Dion wears sunglasses and a hat inside, and that's disrespectful. Uh, here's what Shador had to say about it. I was like, what did he say? And they told me. I was like, bro, why do they do this to themselves every week? Coach Brown's a cool guy. Like You don't have to be like that. <laughs> you don't have to just hand them just every bulletin board material. And Perloff, I think that your theory that bulletin board material is BS or bull dookie, as uh, Coach Prime right. would call it, I think that's been debunked, not wow. just by this Colorado everything with Deion Sanders, but even Aaron Rodgers saying that he's now taking motivation from the haters. Right, right. And that's going to amount to absolutely nothing, just like the entire Jet season has. Aww. But here's one thing about this. What, uh, what, what coach has said a single thing about Deion? Sorry. Saban Jay said Norvell. Something. 
Right, right. Before Jador, he said, uh, Shador said every coach said something. Sonny Dykes was basically a Dion cheerleader in week one. <laughs> Matt Rule said nothing. Matt Rule, I don't even know if he came to the game. They made up something. <laughs> was that headset even plugged <laughs> in? What coach is saying anything about it? Uh, it does seem like, you know, the facts of some of these cases are well, a bit loose. Lee Corso was on game day, former coach Lee Corso, and he was a little critical. Of- Lee Corso is what you're bringing? <laughs> I'm just Shador telling Sanders you. Sanders just said all these coaches are stoking <laughs> My father named one Lee Corso. Come on. <laughs> he hasn't coached a game Sonny since Dykes the Sonny Dykes hugged Deion but... Sanders mid-game. Mid-game. <laughs> Have you ever seen co- coaches hug? This is a love fest. Every coach is afraid to say anything mean about Dion, but they're going to find it, except Jay Norvell. Except for Jay Norvell. Which, by the way, was brilliant by Jay Norvell. He's getting a lot of airtime. It's the first time anyone's ever heard of this man. I read a story about Colorado State just because I wanted to get a little more informed on what they're all about. Fascinating team. Mm. They've got a former sumo wrestler on their team, a dude from Japan who just got to the States like a couple months ago. Doesn't it barely speaks English. Just found five guys hamburgers and like this is what <laughs> he's existing off of now. Is he play? Yeah. Wow. And they also have two players from the same tribe from South Sudan. That's like amazing, right? You've got a guy who won like an amateur weightlifting competition. You've got an openly gay defensive end. I mean, this is a unique, you have a kicker who's 30 with three kids and a wife who lives in the suburbs, like from England. This is a unique team. You guys going to watch this game, by the way? 10 o'clock on Saturdays is rich. It sucks. There's no good games on, and the well, only game I have any interest in watching is at 10 o'clock at night. The entire day, I'm not going to watch college football. Penn State, Illinois, after what happened last time, remember they had that nine overtime game? That's that's a banana peel waiting. No, the big Fox game, nothing? Mm, nothing. No. By the way, we sound very old. You can't stay up until 10 o'clock on a no. Saturday night. No, I can't watch the game. It's just the the entire day. Usually I sit in front of a TV and I yeah. watch college football all day. I'm not going to do that this week. The only game I'm going to watch is going to start at 10. The whole day I'm doing nothing else. But you're like, who's going to hang out with Family. my wife and my kid? What's going on? <laughs> Say, I know, Saturday. the horror. Ugh. It's Ooh. a 25-point spread. I mean, is this going to be entertaining in any way? They're going to win by 70. The first half, you got to tune in. They're asking all the fans, by the way, in Colorado to show up wearing, what else? Sunglasses and hats. Okay, so that'd be a cute cute Instagram post for 15 minutes. Will anybody <laughs> show up with a visor? That's the question. Can we just fast forward? Jay Norvell. Can we fast forward to Oregon? I mean, is it? I, we all want to see it. Just play it this week. Coming up, we've got Aaron Rodgers speaks for the first time since his Achilles surgery. Plus, Perloff and I make our NFL picks. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.